Welcome to the CR Checkup Podcast. My name is John. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ that struggles with drugs, alcohol, pride, and control. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to have each and every one of you here with us today. Um, I hope that I got a chance to see you either on Monday night at our Goodyear meeting or on Wednesday night at our Buckeye meeting. But regardless of whether you come to our meeting or you don't, you missed or you live in a different state or a different country, no matter where you are at, we love you so much. We're so excited that you're joining in on the conversation that we started in person on, uh, in this case, on Monday night, because I got uh, my buddy back here in in the studio with us. Would you go ahead and uh, introduce yourself? Yeah, what's up, everybody? It's so good to be back with you guys. Uh, Again, my name is Dylan. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ, and I struggle with addiction and uh, a whole lot more, as I found out. <laughs> What's up, Dylan? Thanks for uh, making the time to come back here, man. Always a pleasure, dude. So uh, we wrapped up our conversation on Monday night together, and uh, what a what a pleasure that is, man. Super grateful. Oh, totally. Uh, yeah, it's always fun, and I, I think you know we we've worked together for for a long for quite a while now. Right. Yeah. And uh, it's it's always fun to be able to have conversations with people like we think very similar. We we might act a little bit differently, and, <laughs> which no. is a credit to you. <laughs> no, I don't know about that, but I would just say like I think that. It's nice to have people, you yeah. know, it's good to have people who think differently, kind of level people out and kind yeah. of, you know, pick up where other people slack. But I think it's always fun to have some people that I, we think a lot alike and we kind of, we even, our mannerisms and like, we're, we're a right. very similar type of, of person, right? Yeah. Well, I think the most important part is, especially in a situation or a setting that we were in, is, you know, doing a teaching and all that, is that we're on the same page when it yeah. comes to the benefits and importance of the 12 steps. And keeping Christ at the center of those twelve steps. Exactly. I, I couldn't have said it any better. I, I was trying to. Right, right. There we go. <laughs> so, right. And that's where we act different, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I convey. I try to yeah. articulate, and then you just come in and, and make it very clear. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love being able to do this with you. It's super excited to wrap up this conversation yeah. on, on the the podcast here. And then you know, if you come to our meeting, you can, or maybe you don't, but you can uh, get the opportunity to hear Dylan uh, here in the in the future yeah. at our, our Monday night meeting, and so and. Hopefully some more here on the podcast. So Yeah, um, man. But definitely been a good time. So we wrapped up our conversation about step four. Step four, of course, is that we made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. And um, we were talking about a spiritual inventory, and I want to talk a little bit and kind of wrap up our thoughts about spiritual inventory. But I would love to just wrap up our entire conversation about step four, maybe yeah. some benefits or some things that kind of came up. Um, and so first and foremost, we wrapped up the, 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 the second part of the conversation about um, spiritual inventory. And what we did is over, uh, it was over a period of four weeks, but in two different opportunities, we talked about eight total areas that make up our character, right? right? And we were talking about the fact that, and, and probably most of you don't know this, I would assume that this isn't really common knowledge, that we have three different characters, right. the characters that we, or the character that we exhibit, that we think we have, and that we truly have. Mm. Uh, most of us probably think that we only have the character that we right. truly have, and, you know, we probably live in this denial, and, and that's a tough thing to even come to terms with on the right. front end, right? Yeah, totally. But once we understand that, we can see, yeah, I'm a little bit different here and a little bit different there, and we yeah. kind of make our foothold, and we begin to see that we do have that. Then we can start looking at these eight different areas, and we're not going to get into all eight different areas, right. but we, we, we can look at eight different areas of our lives that make up our character, and then the whole point, like, 
what's why do I even need to look at why do I need to kind of discover what my character is? So and I love the way that you said that too is I think I have one character, but if as I start digging, I, I realize well that's not necessarily true. And I think uh, anybody who's ever related to that saying like I was a chameleon, yeah, right? Like. Yeah. I was whatever I thought I needed to be in this situation. I'm exhibiting, I'm like showing different characters, right? I'm acting out in different characters depending on where I'm at. Right. And I think the benefit with step four is the core of my issue was not drugs. Right. right. The core of my issue is not pornography. The core of my issue is not grief or control or whatever it is. Right. There's something else going on. And when I work that step four and I can look at these parts of my life, I can now start discovering my character. Right. And, and, and like our friend Alika said, I have it in my own handwriting. I love that you brought that up. Right. Like yeah. now I have proof in my own handwriting. If I take a solid a searching and a fearless moral inventory of myself of all of these areas. And I went back to as far as I could remember. I mean, I wrote stuff down from when I was three, four years old. And what I started noticing is routines right and I started noticing where my insecurities lied and I started noticing where my control issues or my defense mechanisms or my coping you know I started recognizing all of these things and after a while I could really start boiling down to like the true inner self and once I can do that you know I, I now have a game plan on what I can start addressing to start feeling the spiritual void that I lived with for so long yeah and I think one of the interesting things that come up is even though it might not be apparent, we might be able to recognize that the character that we're exhibiting, right? Where you say, like, I didn't think, I mean, have you ever said that before? I, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm confident that you have. You say, like, I didn't know that I came off like that. Oh, right? oh like, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> Having conversations yeah. with the wife, of course, probably said, well, that's not what I meant to say. Right? Yeah. That's not what I meant. Right, it was like okay, well, that's how you came off. Like that's what it totally. seemed like, right? That is a story of my life. It's Amen. not what you said, Dylan. It's how you said it. Yes, and right. that is a prime example of the character that we're exhibiting and the character that we truly have. Mm. And so when we're hearing things like that, and we say like, okay, well, I didn't mean that, but geez, man, people keep on saying that. Okay, yeah. so now I have to reckon with it. Well, is that the character that I truly have or is mm. that the character that I'm exhibiting? Well, I don't want to come off that way, but I keep on doing it. Okay, so once I recognize that, now what do I do? I face the facts, right? Yeah. I say, this is the character that I'm exhibiting. Why is that? What's mm. happening in these situations? I'm looking at I love the That's look on so your face. Because <laughs> it's so good. It's so true. <laughs> because the, and, and the funny thing is, and the reason why I'm remarking on this is because we can have this conversation all the time, right? It's oh, like, totally. We need to be reminded of this. Like, it's mm -hmm. not the first time that you're hearing this information, right? No, but, we have these conversations, right. but every once in a while, it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we constantly need to be reminded of it. We don't recover completely. Like, it's no. right, like one, not, we don't graduate from this program. We have to be reminded of this stuff constantly. There's so, there's such a giant program, even though there's 12 simple steps. There's still so many aspects of it that it are is. just giant. Yeah, it is. And I and I love that you brought that up, you know, and like I said, it's not, you know, people have told me it's not what you said, Dylan, it's how you said it. And that is a beautiful example of me showing two different characters, right? Like I think like in my heart, I meant no malice. Right. But that's not what came out. What came out was control. Mm -hmm. What came out was domination. What what came out was insecurity or ego, right? Like that's what came out. That's not what I meant to come out, yeah. right? But I have to address that, mm -hmm. you know, and if I want to be, you know, if I want to continue to try to be, which I fail at every day, but if I want to continue to be more Christ-like, like, like I, I want to show that grace and I want to yeah. show that forgiveness. I want to show that kindness and that love, you know, mm -hmm. and it's a difficult thing to do. But if I can take inventory of myself, 
I can see in which areas that I'm falling short yeah. and I can continue growing on those areas as difficult as that may be at times. I th- and yeah, and this is kind of another one of those unforeseen benefits of working the program is that if you're anything like me and of course like Dylan is sharing as well, is like we live in this tension of like, man, I don't, why does this keep on happening? I don't want to come off like this, <laughs> right. Yes. right? But it's like, well, that I do, every, people are just mis like I'm misunderstood. Yeah. And people don't, you know, listen to me the way that they need to, or they're, you know, misunderstood or whatever it may be. And we feel like, well, that's just kind of my lot in life. And I just got to live like this. Mm-hmm. And that's simply not the case. Like we truly can discover this character that we're exhibiting and find out why. And then to be able to deal with it, if we're willing, we can yeah. actually deal with those things and they can come into an alignment. And then we were actually just talking about this before the podcast. Then we're faced with a whole nother situation of, of difficulties of like, well, now I have to choose whether or not I'm going to act out in this way or yeah. not. Right. Like we talk about this. We're totally. like, Well, now I know better. Yeah. Right. Now it's not like it's just the character that I'm exhibiting and I'm unaware of it. But no, I'm choosing, am I going to act this way or I'm going to act this way because I know who I am. I understand how my mind operates. I know what it looks like when I'm I'm exhibiting a character that is unlike what my character really is. And do I want to do this or do I want to exhibit the character that I really want to have, which is the character that I do have, Mm -hmm. but am I going to let it be the character that I'm going to exhibit? Totally. Right? Because it's not like I'm just, oh, once I discover all these things, I'm now done. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. But now we have the that personal, I have a choice today, yeah. right? And, you know, it's we, we've dealt with that coming into the program. We didn't have a choice in a lot of the right. things that we were doing. We may not have even had the choice in whether or not we were going to exhibit a certain type of character that was different than the one that we had. Totally. But today we do. We, we know better. Right. And sometimes we might feel powerless, and maybe sometimes we are. But with the understanding or with, you know, finally realizing these things, now we're presented with the opportunity to choose, right? Yeah, and I think that's that's something maybe that we don't talk about enough or that it doesn't get discussed enough is that the, I, I don't know, I'm struggling to find the right word, but it's not always so fun to have that choice, right? And to know better, right? It's not always easy to know better. You know, I did wake up every day for a long time in my life and use drugs against my will. I did not want to do it, but I'd lived a life with no choices. And I understand that might sound insane to somebody, yeah. or maybe that doesn't make sense to somebody, but that's just how it was. I would cr- tears down my face getting high, right? And today I, I have the choice of whether I do that or not, and I choose not to, but that doesn't make it necessarily easy at right. times, right? And now that I know my character, and this is something that I've said as of recently because it's how I feel like. I feel like I'm back to square one before drugs, Mm-hmm. Before I started getting high, before I started diving into the world of like, you know, sex or drugs or whatever it is to numb whatever it is I was trying to numb, I'm left with this choice. I'm at square one and I have this option to go left or right, mm. you know, and all character defects are exposed now. Yeah. You know, I've learned my personality. I've learned, you know, a lot of the character mm-hmm. that I that I exhibit, you know, and then I have this program yeah. and I have Christ. And it's like, which direction am I going to go? And as much as I try to ruin it a lot of times, like this knowledge of, of, of this Christ-centered 12 steps, this Christ-centered 12-step program, like 
it, it just rings true in my life and it keeps me for the most part on the right path a lot of times at least you know and it, it, if not on the right path at any given moment the desire to get corrected and to stay on the right path yeah no that's really i don't know good. if any of that made sense but no I, absolutely and i, I and I think it probably makes more sense to a person who has worked through it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And so because this is it's 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 a process, you know, like they say like that onion that's just unpeeling layers and layers and layers and we talk about this in the progression of the steps where, you know, two doesn't make sense until you do one. Yeah. And three doesn't make sense until you do two. And right. so there's certain aspects if you're listening and you're saying, "Well, yeah, that doesn't really add up." Well, give it a shot. Totally. And I think what you just said, too, also reiterates the importance of working one, two, and three exactly. before we jump into this. Like yeah. this, obviously, this is a conversation meant to stand alone on just, hey, man, look at your character. You know, let's let's take self-inventory and all that type of stuff. But I did not do that until I had that foundation of one, two, and three, yeah. right? Because once I start taking inventory, I can start stirring up some negative emotions. I can start stirring up some stuff that maybe I don't want to stir up, yeah. you know, but I know is going to be beneficial for me to work through. But in order to do that, man, it, it really helps if I have that one, two, and three, you know, understand that I'm powerless over people, places, and things. I'm powerless over drugs, right? I'm powerless over all that. And, you know, if I can come to acceptance of that, that's fine because now I can accept that I can't restore sanity to the situation, but you know what? Step two says I know someone that can, right. right? And if I can believe that, believe that God could, even if I didn't believe that he would, and I can establish that relationship with him and believe that he can restore sanity, man, that makes it a whole lot easier for me to turn my will and life over to the care of God and say, right. you know what? I can't, but you can. Be with me as I go on this journey of self-discovery. That's right. Absolutely. And it and it's dangerous, right? It's dangerous to try to do something like oh, this totally. without all of that foundation in place. Yeah, it's very important to stay safe during yeah. this. Um, and I would just also say, you know, as far as the spiritual inventory goes, this is something that kind of comes, and you don't even hear about this a lot in other meetings, right? Like Alcoholics no, Anonymous and I, that I kind wouldn't of say stuff. You do, no. um, it's just a step four inventory, mm-hmm, right? Correct. And I think. It's probably, you know, it happens, but it's not so formalized. And what happens in the step four inventories that we go through, we do, you know, the person, the cause, the effect, the damage in my part. And we go through all of these different things and we've got a long, huge list of things that have happened inside my life. And, you know, we're going to work through those things. We're going to confess that with God, myself, another human being. And that's going to be very therapeutic. And we're going to be able to work through things that we have never worked through before. And, you know, it's, it's a really beautiful process. And that's all to kind of try to wrap up the conversation about just a step four inventory. Right. I mean, we can talk about step four inventory, but the the reality of it is, is that it's, it's a lot of work, and the only real way that you're going to understand it is if you do it, right? Yeah. But the spiritual inventory comes from when I have that that narrative of my life, and I can see all the people, the places, the causes, and the effects, and the damage in my part in all of these different situations. And then I go through and I say, well, how did I handle every situation where people talk to me poorly? How did I handle every single situation where, you know, I didn't get the the way that I wanted? Or how did I handle every situation where people, you know, whatever, fill in the blank? And then through that process is where I start to see in my own handwriting that's the type of person I am. Right. That's how I deal with stuff. Right. And then that's where that spiritual inventory comes in. I can see my character starting to develop or it's not developing. I mean, it's, it's It's who I am. I mean, it's there being revealed. It's being revealed. Absolutely. And that's the beautiful benefit. I've heard so many people is just like, you know, outside of the program and in the program, they're just like, I don't know who I am. Like, I don't know who I want to be and, and all of these different things. And this is, 
I'm. I when you hear that, aren't you like, dude? But I got something. If exactly. you want to try it, it's like, ah, oh, but yeah. I dang it, not many will though. Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I mean, we're we're in a vast, you know, the ratios are so far yeah. off of people who want to find these things out and who actually go through with the process to actually find out. Yeah. Is, it's staggering. It's really really sad, but it, it's it's incredible. Like I am. A hundred percent confident that this is the best way to figure it out, dude. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, and I, and and hopefully, there's a lot of people listening to this who don't just struggle with drugs, right? Yeah. And I feel like one of the most damaging misconceptions around the twelve step is that twelve steps is that it's for drug addicts, right? right. Like, no, the twelve steps is a design for living. Yeah. That is like Christ approved. Yeah. You know, like it's based it's off of the principles of God, <laughs> right? Like, exactly. And that's the thing where. And you hear about this in the churches too. It's like, well, I don't want to go to church because it's full of hypocrites, you know. Yeah. And and you know the people who are saying that have their own issues to work on right. as well. But if people are, this is the same thing. Like, well, the character that you're exhibiting and the character that you think you have. And if uh, tons of people are saying, well, hey, that place is full of hypocrites. And those people might be sick, and they might have to have their own stuff to work on. But if it's like, dude, if people keep on saying that, right, we need to address it. You totally. Know? And we as Christ followers need to look, even if we don't struggle with drugs and alcohol or maybe any other process addiction that's like that, whatever it is, this is important. This is what Jesus himself has told us that we need to do. And if we call ourselves Christ followers, we should really know who we are. Yeah. Like, you know, it, we we should not be hearing things from people who are saying, like, well, you say you're this way, but you act this way. Right. Right. That's a telltale sign that we've got an imbalance inside of our right. lives. And so I don't care if you struggle with drugs or and alcohol or not, you're not living out the way that Christ has set out for you. And we, as Christ followers, now I'm talking separately from whoever's in the program, right. we have that responsibility to be able to do that. So yeah, none of us are exempt from this. Right. If you're in the church, you're outside of the church, you're an addict or you're an alcoholic or you're not, or you're just a person who is just trying to discover who you are. Mm-hmm. This program is, is it like I'm, I'm totally hundred percent confident. Same. I, I mean, I tried everything on the spectrum Same. to try to figure right. it out. Right. Right. Absolutely. This is the only place I've been able to find it well and then too and what you know and just to kind of like continue on what you said a little bit none of that is to suggest that we are made to be perfect like we're not supposed to be per or we are not perfect like i'm not perfect right and i i shared it on the teaching on on this past monday and i just said like man i am undeserving of being up here and that's not to belittle myself but that's to amplify the love god has for me right and to show the love that he has for me because i'm not perfect i do today boast in my weakness like all of this stuff that I'm talking about is not to suggest, man, you all better get with it because right. you got to get like me. You got to get like not even close. This is to say like, yo, man, like this is what I struggle with and I still struggle with. And these are the things that I've done and these are the things that I think about doing. And, oh, man, I'm so messed up in the head at times. But, man, I have this design for living that allows me to grow spiritually and allows me to experience grace and forgiveness in areas that I just never would have thought I could receive it, you know? Yeah. So it's legitimately, it's it's the best medicine for the sick. Yeah. And last I checked, man, most of us are pretty sick. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I think that's a great way to wrap it up, man. Yeah, I, I mean, there, we could keep going on and on about Forever. stuff for absolutely. Right. And, uh, but thanks for, for just uh, coming in and, and wrapping Dude, up the conversation totally. today. And if you're listening and you're stuck on step three, or maybe you went out on step four, go back through the process, man. And and I would encourage you, if you feel like, well, I tried that before and it doesn't work, 
just maybe come back and thinking, well, it's not the steps, but that maybe you did it wrong. And uh, totally. don't be so quick to to think that this program doesn't work because you tried it out or any, or something like that before. Give it another shot. Just yeah. keep on coming back. Try it uh, over and over and over again because the only alternative is just to sit in your misery right. anyway. So yeah. keep coming back. Reach out to us if you've got com- conversation or, or uh, comments that you want to talk about on here. And uh, we'd love to connect with you. So, Dylan, thank you, bro. Love you, man. And uh, hope to have you on again soon, bro. Of course. Love you too, bro. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the CR Checkup Podcast. This podcast is meant to start conversations, not end them. So we encourage you to continue having conversations wherever you're at. And if you're enjoying this podcast, then please share it with someone else. You can also reach us by emailing recovery at palmvalley.org.